Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Kevin Graham and welcome to your Wednesday Celtic State of Mind Bulletin. Today, as usual on the Wednesday, I'm joined by John Hughes Jr. And we hopefully this bulletin will last more than 44 days. John, this partnership will last longer than 44 <laughs> days. How are you today, John? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Um, obviously, like everyone else, I think just uh, as far as the football goes, frustrated and disappointed. Yourself? Aye, I'm a, I'm a wee bit bemused, John. Um, I keep on getting adverts for the skull shaver. Anytime I switch on my phone and switch on like the internet, I keep on getting adverts for this pit bull skull shaver. Right. I know I'm going a wee bit thin, and I know I've got a bit of a sunroof in that, but 
I can't know what I mean. I'm, I'm no vain and something like that. And it's the same when I go to my barber. My wee Turkish barber guy keeps on telling me that his brother can sort out my bald patch for f- 500 quid if I go to Turkey and meet his brother. <laughs> eh? And look, Mr. Advertiser, I'm no paranoid. I'm no vain. I'm paranoid. I'm no vain. I'm paranoid. Eh? So, so you're barking up the wrong tree with a pit bull skull shaver, man. But I just seem to be getting it every time I switch on anything and I have a look at anything, Johnny. And it's getting me, par- get me really, really paranoid. My algorithms. That's like an unexpected time. Ah, my, my, my algorithm, man, is getting me a bit worried. It's, I think it's trying to make me vain and like wear hats all the time, but I don't really can. But I suppose we better talk about the football because that's what everybody's here for right. on this Wednesday afternoon. Um, it was another Valium European night at Celtic Park eh? uh, where we decided not to ride the moneyed unicorn and actually win a game. Uh, that's a zoot of uh, the Champions League. For another season, the first season that we've been there in five years. Last night was the last chance saloon of giving us any hope uh, of keeping our passports out their wallets for after for after the new year. That went um, we're one less, we're no potless. The accountants will be happy. The amount of money that we've raked in. Those who like spreadsheets will be over the moon when they actually see the money and the, the, the prize money rolling in. But I don't like spreadsheets. I like goals. I like winning games. I like I like performances. Eh? My gut feeling last night and still my gut feeling this morning is the two games against Shakhtar. I'm just going to look at the two games against Shakhtar are a chance missed. I think we were unaggressive last night for long periods, but I don't think we've done enough to win the game last night. Um, but there's a reason. I mean, I think we're a better team in Shakhtar. I do think we're a better side in Shakhtar, but they've got Mudrick. They've got a 60, they've got a 60 million pound player, we haven't. If Kyogo was worth 60 million, we would be in Europe this morning in North Shakhtar, Donetsk. Shakhtar were basically 10 traffic cones in Mudrick. I think we're a better side than them, but Mudrick made all the difference in the in the head-to-head for the battle for the Europa League. It's a kind of case, it's a kind of case of so near and yet so far. So near because the performances were all right, but so far because facts are facts. We've only got two points and have they won again. Well, Kev, just uh, uh, on that point about Mudrick... Uh, uh, and um, I believe, you know, a few weeks ago in the first game, somebody on a podcast somewhere went on and on and on and on about Mudrick uh, and the importance of nullifying him, closing him down, uh, and the importance of actually just sacrificing men to put on him. Uh, because, as you said, um, the, they're essentially, you know, uh, you know Mudrick and 10 traffic, well, ten Bitcoins outfield, but you know, I mean, I said that the last time. I said it before the game. This time, as soon as I saw the lineup, I said that lineup uh, is brave and bears no relation to what their threats are. Uh, and we'd already seen the Mudrik has Juranovic uh, on toast. We saw that last time. We saw it again last night. So asking the man to defend him again on his own, basically, uh, was always going to end in the same result. And I'm confused as to why that's not taken into account. I thought that selection was 
incredibly optimistic. Uh, I thought uh, it was absolutely reliant on pinning them back, uh, you know, overwhelming them, basically. And I don't think we had seen enough evidence to suggest that we could do that. And I definitely think we had seen plenty of evidence that Mudrick had to be nullified, even at the cost of two other guys, because the rest of our guys... Uh, so, you know, I find that incredibly frustrating. I understand Ange's philosophy, and he would find the, the very notion of man-marking a man unsophisticated. But they have one guy. They have one player. Yeah. Top-notch. He's world-class. You can't ignore the only world-class player on the pitch. You can't just play your game and pretend. If it was Messi, we would have left him. You can't just play your game and pretend he's not there. He is there, and he's going to help you. Yeah. You know, if you don't think that's it, the, the case, then, you know, whether we beat the rest of them, then your man, Sikan, come on uh, and answer the question, can Sikan, uh, and no, he can't, uh, with the, the, the worst miss in human history. Uh, so, you know, I think that pretty much sums up where we would have been otherwise. So I, 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 I'm i tremendously frustrated and annoyed, and I don't get me wrong, I am taking, you know, what positives I can from it, but I'm not going deny the fact that I'm, I'm really, really disappointed and really annoyed and um, we should have done better in this group. I appreciate there's progress you know, of sorts but we should have done better in this group. We are unlikely to get the group in future uh, and you know, even if we improve this year, so will the opposition. Uh, Shakhtar were incredibly depleted pulled off some phenomenal results and fair play to them but we should have done better in this group we should have after Christmas we should have taken the result in Shakhtar uh, and I mean they were essentially playing for a point last night um, so I, look you know I'm, I'm just I'll, I'll let you get a word in Kev because I'm just a, I'm, a, I'm still a bit disappointed no, I have no. to say uh, you're still, I'm, I'm disappointed as well, but I completely disagree with you what you're actually saying there. Even, even though, even though I say Mudrick, even though I did say Mudrick is the, the reason that we're no sitting in Europe this morning, we've also got to look at. If you look at that team last night, I reckon that team done its job really, really well last night. Uh, and it was a nothing game. Uh, it, I must admit, it was probably our poorest performance I've seen in Europe, uh, especially at home at Europe this season. Um, I didn't think we'd done enough to win the game, but I can't say that he got the team wrong. I, I, I can't sit here and go like that. No, he got his, he got his tactics wrong. We went in at half-time, won nothing up. Um, we won- And should have lost 2-1. Well, it could have been 2 each if my auntie had gonads. Do you know what I mean? But if 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 Kyogo if, if, no 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 we should have lost two wins. Aye, but then but Seekan that that Seekan chance that Seekan chance wasn't just a chance, Kev. That was the worst miss you'll ever see. That wasn't the key. You never chance. you never saw my miss and Cole Snowden missed an open goal. You know you never saw my. Uh, <laughs> You never saw Marmus and Cole Snot in public park in 1996, Matt. That, that was far worse than that, boys, last night. Um, I, 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 it's quite it's quite difficult to nullify. It's quite difficult to nullify a, a, a top class player. You, you, you look at Shakhtar's tactics all through this game. 
all through the two games against us and all through this Champions League group, they knew that Mudrick was like, like they knew Mudrick was the top man and their tactics were we sit back and we're going to knock it long to him. I think in the in the whole in the whole we handed them we, we did handle them okay and I and I, and I can't see and. I, I disagree with you that, that they actually got the team wrong and, and I, do think it, I don't think it would have man-marked Messi as well. I don't think it would have man-marked anybody that's a top-class player. It's not the way Ange Postacoglu is going to, going to do it and long may that continue. I would, rather, I would rather beat teams on the front foot and I think that are we there? No, we need improvements all over the pitch before we can actually get there. And that's some of the, that's some of the comments that are actually coming in as well. We need to see we need to see improvement in the players. We need to see improvement, especially in the in the the finishing. And I think that's the main thing that comes out. I mean, what one of the, one of the worst stats, and they tried to pass it off as a great start last night on BT on BT Sport, was we've had sixty eight attempts at goal, we've only scored three. I think that shows you where our problem is. It's no stopping Mudrick. Yeah, uh, well, I, I think it's both of those things, to be fair. Uh, you uh, And I agree with uh, what big Johan Malby uh, said, or Mialbi even, I don't know. That was I just said. He had a big Johan, eh? big can, the big fella. Yeah, and uh, you know he's saying you have to be able to keep clean sheets, uh, and uh, that is true. Uh, we do have to be able. To, and if you're going to go down this route where you know we're going to outscore them, then you've got to take your chances. Um, but again, you know I, I go back to that point. So if you look at their look at their chances again, the the first one they missed. Uh, was when uh, Mudrick was uh, tackled with CCV, I think got him just outside the box and the ball goes through to Traore who crosses it and the, the boy should have put it in the net. You know, uh, Joe Hart had a save from Mudrick. Mudrick scores a world ray. Mudrick sets up the, the next one. So I, 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 we're going to have to agree to differ on this one, Kev, because I, I just don't think it's good enough that you completely ignore Early threat, uh, and you know, I mean, how much would it have cost to, you know, put my aid on him, sacrifice him? What would we lose there, you know, and just have him sitting deep and you know, giving some cover to Juranovic? What would we lose there? An attack? What would that cost us? Uh, yeah, I think there has to be some degree. I, I mean, I, I love Angie's style, but there has to be some degree of reality. There has to be some degree of practicality. You know, you don't want, you, you know, in life that are a great idea in theory, much like communism. Do you know what I mean? A great in theory, <laughs> but doesn't work in practice. Do you know what I mean? So, and you also don't want to be like the, the last Japanese man in the jungle fighting a war that you've lost. 20 years before are things that are great in theory, but you have to apply a dose of realism, you know. And we've seen this before with the likes of Rogers, you know. Ange is a great coach, don't get me wrong, I'm not slying him at all, he's a great coach, but you know, there has to be a degree of pragmatism, it cannot be just this one ideology, uh, and that's it, it cannot be just that and nothing else. 
regardless of circumstances. I think, I, you can't just ignore the real world. I, I think. I think. You, no, I don't. I don't think there's. I don't think he's ignoring the real world. I think this talk of pragmatism is the way that we've been brung up over the last ten years. We were bored saying that we can't compete. And I think folk have got this idea that we're going to accept mediocrity and we're not going to accept mediocrity. What Ange Postacoglu is trying to say is we're going to play a certain way. If we play that way well enough, then whoever's in other teams not going to matter. And that's the way I want to see us play football. And I think Johan Mialbi came from a very pragmatic Celtic coaching team in Europe. And he came for the Martin O'Neill coaching team in Europe as well. Martin O'Neill and Johan's Johan's talking about clean sheets. That's fine, fair enough when you've got big big Johan Bobo Balde and all that. Eh? But they are, they are the greatest European Celtic European team I've seen yet. And I'm going to emphasise the yet and that. But difference was they had a world-class striker. They had a world-class striker who could score on any level whatsoever. If we had a world-class striker, we're still in Europe. We're probably sitting second in that group this morning if we had a world-class striker. As I say, I don't see too many problems in trying to nullify being more pragmatic. I think the problem lies further up the pitch. And that's where Ange Postacoglu has got to actually got to actually sort it. I, I'm going to bar talk of pragmatism because I don't think it suits the Celtic DNA. John. Well, I, I, you know, I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you if you're playing Real and you're playing Leipzig. I would agree with you because there's no point in trying to nullify any. You're either going to or digging in. That's it. Because yeah, they have too many good players. But Shakhtar have one player of any note. One player is going to help you. That's all I'm saying. I, I just It really annoys me that we, we can't do more than uh, just ignore them, basically, and hope our system is the best. They've got one guy, right? So this isn't Real, it isn't Leipzig. They don't have a front line worth 90 million. Uh, They're all coming at you. You know, you're wasting your time trying to deal with that. You know, you just have to play your own game. But in this occasion, and in the previous occasion, in Shakhtar, um, sorry, in in Poland, um, you know, I take the same. I take the same view, and you know, I'm not going to change my mind on it because, you know, essentially they have one guy. And- Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. All we have to do is nullify them. It gives us a 90% chance of winning the game. So, you know, it, it's it's not like Real. It's not like anyone else. Uh, you know, and that's what I'm talking about when I talk about, uh, you know, uh, a dose of reality and a dose of pragmatism. I'm not talking about digging in and abandoning Angebot. You know, you know, are abandoning the way that we play. I'm just saying, there's one man. You know, and I said it before the last game. I said it before this game. Both times have proved to be correct. So, you know, uh, look, I, yeah, I mean, I, he's, a, he's you, a sensational. You've player. proved to be correct, and I'm not going to deny that. But I think I'm also proved to be correct that it wouldn't have mattered if we had a world class forward. I think that I think that stands to scrutiny. I think that stands to scrutiny really, really well. 
the, the discussion that we're having, John, is actually going on in the comments as well. I mean, it's the same, it's the same, same discussion that's <laughs> gone on in the comments. Seamus Duffy, hiya Seamus. It's quite clear to me, to play the way Ange wants to play in the Champions League, we need serious investment. It's not happening. Uh, Will, Will McMillan, Ange may not change his philosophy, but he needs to find three or four updates of the team, something we we, we didn't really do in the, in the in the last window. And Brian Wolf, I think this was the one I meant to bring up, eh? The reason Angie's philosophy will need to change in Europe is because Europe is a different game. You can't play the same tactics and make the same triple substitution after 62 minutes and beat good sides. What do you think of their comments, John? Uh, yeah, look, I mean, I, I want to be positive. I think we're on the right path. But, I mean, I, I think, you know, if Ange is not going to, you know, either the manager has to adapt or the players need to be better. Um, and, you know, there are issues with that going forward. We will be reliant on him being able to coach these players to a much higher level because we can't spend the money. Uh, and if we are spending money, it's because we've just sold one of our best players. So there are issues with that. However, you know, on a point, we are playing, you know, relatively good football. We controlled that game for large parts. Uh, and the reality is, as you say, Kev, uh, you know, Mudrick made the difference. He was the difference. Um, but you also have to remember Shakhtar's side are massively depleted. That Shakhtar side are missing at least 60 million quid's worth of talent. Right, because they, they were all allowed to go uh, because of that UEFA decree. So the Shakhtar side that has been qualifying for the last like five years in the Champions League is not this side. So I don't think we are going to play a weaker pot three team in any of the, in the near future. Uh, you know because you know the Shakhtar side that qualified worked better than this one that we're playing. You know, they have one good player. They had half a dozen good players before. They had at least three or four who were absolutely top class, worth 50 to 60 million. Right. Um, and we, we have not, we've not got that. We've not, we have not. Uh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, the reality is we failed to get over the line, uh, you know, again, against a team that was very, very depleted. Uh, so that's the reality. Now, we can take from that, we can interpret from that, you know, what we wish in terms of positive negative. The is they were a much depleted side uh, and I expected us to do much better against them. The fact that we haven't is something we now need to deal with but I was hoping and not with my supporters hat on. I, I, I like to think I'm self-reflective when I've got my supporters hat on you know, and you're just hoping beyond hope for a result or you're able to and as well you're able to look at it objectively and analyse the situation. Uh, objectively, I thought we would do much better in this group, not with a supporters hat on, but with some wild hope beyond hope. I thought we yeah, should do much better, and I stick to that. I think we should have done better. Um, and um, But, you know, sometimes you, you've just got to accept the fact you maybe misjudged it because, you know, Shakhtar even depleted, have pulled off some phenomenal results. I mean, they've had some lucky breaks in terms of the timing, the leaps out and stuff like that. They, but they nearly pulled it off against Milan as well. 
uh, not Milan, sorry, Madrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're not a bad side, but they're still, you know, probably the easiest side we'll, we'll play uh, at this sort of level. So we have some serious, serious work to do. We, we do, and, and, I'm, and I'm not denying that. When the draw was made, I had a look at Shakhtar, and I went, look, that's probably one of the pot three choices that you would have took. You would have took Shakhtar the next. My view going into this, that progress was taking four points off Shakhtar the next. That would show that we're moving in the right direction. But that never happened, and I can't polish that up to be any sort of matter. We are, we are, out, we are out of Europe with a whimper, really, and we can we can take all the performance on board and that all we want. The lack of experience in the Champions League, which has to be factored in, but as what you say rings true, that we that was a the probably the poorest Shakhtar side that we could have faced, right? And we weren't good enough to beat them over two games. I still think we're the better side. I still think we've got a better squad of players in them, but we haven't got a we haven't got a world changer, as in the guy who's got a haircut that would even offend Ryan Kent, never mind anybody else. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. See, see like, like um, his play acting in that last night, he actually deserves to sign for West Ham and get a bit of Moyes ball or something like that. He deserves a sixty million pound move to West Ham and struggle and end up and end up going to like the second division in France or something like that. Same with our same with our coach. I mean, right? I know we're all meant to be feel sorry for him that, but their coach looks like a guy that you order for a catalogue to to manage your under thirteen side. I mean, page 132, 42, 99, a blow-up clop. That's what he looked like. And, and, and he's, he's jumping about that touchline at Celtic Park as if he's won the bloody lottery, man. I'm fed up with that as well. I'm fed up on no-mark managers coming to Celtic Park and getting results. The guy against Copen, the guy Copenhagen, I'm sure he had, he, he had, he had a boot-cut jeans on and a pair of shoes. And we shouldn't be getting beat off managers that look like that. That's that's why guys like Scott Parker and Frank Lampard will never be decent managers, man, because they look like utter bams, basically, on the touchline. Right, I won't do that, I won't do that rabbit hole there. But no, I agree with you. I think I, I think we, we should have been like uh, four points for Shakhtar for me would have been progress. But again, I think they're just back to square one where we were last season. We can actually go results wise. When you look at the cold hard facts which are going to be in the history books for hundreds and hundreds of years until I'm no here, the cold, cold hard facts are we were out of Europe we we again to spare and we, and we never won again. No, look, we could go to Madrid next week and won. Uh, we're going to Madrid next. We could go to we could go to the Bernabeu next week and won, but the way the results have went, that's looking very very unlikely. I don't think yeah, we, I don't think we've progressed as a side in Europe from the Bodo Glint game, but there is signs of positivity there that we're learning in Europe. And I think the biggest thing, the, the clearest thing that we've actually seen over the last five Champions League game is we need a top-class striker. And I think that's been yeah. proven. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that that's that's true, but I mean, when, was the, when was the last time we had the money to buy a trade. What class are you talking? Because, I mean, what was it? A Yeti was like five and a half, six million, wasn't he? Uh, uh, you know, and look how uh, he turned out. Uh, the, the problem is, uh, we were lucky to get Jack Marcus because uh, I think before they get really... 
investigated, they were looking away. So we were lucky to get Jack and Marcus. And for me, Jack and Marcus played pretty well last night, actually. Um, you know, you know, there was a, quite a few things. I mean, the, the ball he won back in midfield and then, um, you know, smashed it about 35 yards and forced to go. Um, so the thing I like about him, he's got some dig about him. Uh, you know, for, for a big man, uh, and he's not uh, scared to put himself about. So, you know, I, I thought he played quite well. Um, it was interesting the actual breakdown, I, I, the, the setup. Of it, you know, essentially, it was a four-four-two. Um, you know, or uh, it was closer to a four-two-two-two, a four-two-two-one-one, because uh, Kyogo was playing behind Jackie Marcus. Kyogo for all intents in the midfield um, you know and I actually thought he did quite well I know people were saying you know he offered us nothing and all the rest of it I thought his link up play at certain points was very good um, you know obviously he missed that chance but you could see what he tried to do on the replay at the time it looked like he just squaffed it at the goalie but you could see he was actually trying to put it through his legs and it was on target to go through his legs but he didn't connect properly with the shot so the goalie, it was a comfortable save for him in the end. And, you know, as we know, his finishing's been greater. Um, you know, but then you look at the likes of... So where where can we make changes? Where can we get better? So, first of all, we're missing, you know, uh, Jota, McGregor, Starfelt, you know, get guys who can two of them anyway would have made a difference. Um, so... You know, are we ever going to be in a position where our squad is deep enough and strong enough that we can, you know, survive those kind of losses? It's very difficult, you know. If you look at it last night, it was the small things that made the difference. You know, in our play, we we were in control of the game for large parts. Mm -hmm. You know, until of course we we started tiring and get to the. But I was going through my notes, and I, I was I looked in the first half. I can see this starting as emerging in all these games. We were pressing them hard. We were pressing them high. It was great. We weren't getting the final result, though. Um, and you can't sustain that. So there's going to be space opens up late in the second half, as always happens. And that's what happened. So, you, that's sort of disappointing. Um, you know, but at the same time, you know, some of, the, some of our play was very good, but there was so much... It was like O'Reilly ended up with man of the match, UEFA man of the match, and I and I thought, you know, what he did was very very good, and the other fifty percent was really wasteful. Get you know losing possession, all the rest of it. I thought Hatati was as erratic as Hatati always is. The problem with Hatati losing possession as often as he does is maybe it doesn't matter some score, but it really matters in Europe. You know when you keep losing possession like that, so. You know that that's sort of frustrating, but we can't be without him because he's, you know, he's a phenomenal talent. Uh, you know, and he, you know he plays some incredible balls. But you know, losing possession, like uh, you know, in Europe is a real problem because it puts us in the back foot. Juranovic had a hard night again because um, your man had him on toast. I thought Haksabanovic was uh, really pretty good for the most part in open play. Terrible set pieces. But look, look, pal, if Haxabanovic was, ha- 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 was my waiter last night, I wouldn't have gave him a tip because his service was utterly terrible, man, for, for the whole thing. And, and it didn't help when we brought on Tundalier, it didn't help when we brought on Moy, we didn't oh. swing on a decent, de- decent cross all night. And 
it's it's frustrating. Oh. It, it was mere frustrating last night because I reckon we had a decent chance of getting a result against that Shakhtar side. And I, thought, I think a lot of folk are thinking they were being arrogant against that Shakhtar side. But as you say, there's reasons why we should have been confident if we were progressing as a side that we should have been taking at least four points off that Shakhtar side. But like, for the reasons that you've quite eloquently actually says. Beach Boys comes in. Um, Kevin, rather than just say we're learning, explain how you think we're learning. We got caught on the counter-attack in the first, second, third and fifth games. So where have we learned? I think is it, I think when you look at our Europa League games last season and you look at the Europa League, uh, you look at the Champions League games this season, there has been elements where we've completely controlled and played our football. And there's been elements as well that we haven't done so well. And I'm hope- hopefully, you're talking about Hatati. I think he's one of the main examples. Hatati loses the ball quite often because he takes a risk. He'll try and play that risky pass. And I noticed that last night there was one point where he didn't play the risky pass and the whole crowd got on his back when he didn't play a forward pass, when, when he maybe should have done play the forward pass. Where I think we're actually learning, I think they're also learning as a club of the standard that we actually need to be at to compete at that level. It's okay saying that the two points doesn't reflect the performances over the five games, but the matter of fact, the, the matter of fact is, as Paddy Lavery, Lavery says, it's a result. And that's what gets shown. And I think as a club, and I think as Ange Postecoglou's learning as a manager. Now, we could Ange Postecoglou could have learned after the third game and went, I can't play the way I want to play with these group of players. I'm going to park the bus. He didn't. And I think that's how we can say that we're learning because these players are playing the exact same way week in, week out. And then they know, and Ange knows what's needed and what 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 we need to do to, to actually learn in Europe. So there's, there's, no, there's not going to be like too much learning because you've got the same group of players. So they're, they're, they're basically learning on the tools. They are learning on the tools in these six games. What you're learning has to do, if a complete and utter change of tactics, is when you get them back into pre-season next year, hopefully as champions, you go, right, you lads, you have had a year in the Champions League. You know what we need to actually do now. You know they need to stay up. That's where I think that we're actually learning. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Well, if you believe in what Anna says... Uh, you know, sort of trust the process. The process isn't just about the style of football. The process is about identifying those players that are coachable to a higher level, identifying 
where your weaknesses are and doing something about that. So that's part of the process uh, and a necessary part. Uh, but, you know, we, we have some real problems in trying to compete at this level. Uh, th there's no question of that. You know, again, if we are going to buy uh, expensive players, we need to sell someone for a lot of money. That's just a fact. Because otherwise, we, end up, we need to remain financially viable. Uh, you know, otherwise, if you don't take those sort of steps, you could end up being the kind of club um, that gets to a Europa final and then the next year gets pumped off flat bike tyre. Uh, so that's where uh, you know we need to be paying attention because essentially, for all that we are frustrated, the reality is the club needs to be financially viable. Uh, so if we're going to buy a really expensive striker, we're going to have to sell somebody for a lot of money. Either that or we're going to coach these people into a better position. We're going to coach these players into a better position. Uh, when you're looking at it, they are relatively young, although Shakhtar was um, And, you know, so you would hope that there's improvement on that. You see the likes of Greg Taylor, who I thought was man of the match last night. Um, I didn't think it was O'Reilly at all. I thought Taylor uh, gave a, a bit of a masterclass, as a matter of fact. I thought he was superb. Um, that makes a, you know, again, makes a bit of a fool out of me because in the Motherwell game, I thought... Um, Bernabe had a sensational game, and I suggested that if he keeps that up, then you know uh, Taylor's going to be uh, you know second choice fairly. And then following week, Bernabe plays like he's never kicked a ball before, uh, and yet you know you're having to make that substitution. So you know I thought Taylor was tremendous, but you've seen uh, <clears throat> the hope that we have is we've seen in our own squad the likes of the way Ralph, the way that Taylor has progressed. Um, and we have to hope that that same progress can be achieved with some of the rest of these players. We have to hope there's a core group of them who can improve um, to a significant degree. And we know it can be done because we've seen it. There's two examples. Right? So we know it can be done. And they are learning. And we haven't been at this level for five years. The manager has a valid point. There's a massive step up, despite the fact why I said about Shakhtar and the weakest pot three team that we're playing. They're still significant better than, for instance, a lot of the teams in the Europa League. Uh, so, you know, it is a massive step up. So the positives are, look, we've had the experience. That's pretty much the only positive from my point of view. We've had the experience uh, in a field camp. What are you going to do? Are you just going to lie down, accept that and cry about it? No, you've got to go up, get prepared for the next time, improve, make the changes where they need to be made. Um you know, and, you know, again, but one of the systemic problems we face is the level of opposition is so poor, usually in relation to these kind of teams, that it's very difficult to prepare these guys, very difficult to make that step up. Now, we've always had that issue, to be fair. Uh, so it's not it's not new, but it's one of the problems that we've always faced. So, you know, again, you know, from a positive uh, viewpoint, we were not, you know, absolutely pummeled as some other teams have been. Uh, but I, I don't think that's a particularly high... I've been competitive in these games. 
uh, to a large degree. And we, you know, we've lost out. We've seen now, you know, for instance. But I mean, again, the, the guy that made the point earlier, where have we learned? Because, you know, the same way we have played, you know, you know, and the the relentless energy. It looks brilliant, and it is brilliant as long as you can score two or three in the first half. But when you can't, you're always going to fade in the end. Uh, you can't sustain that level, and our bench isn't deep enough or strong enough to bring things on who are going to keep that going. Uh, I mean, the only substitution I was happy to see last night was Forrest for Abada. Um, you know, so, again, we just don't have the bench. Um, so, you know, there's quite a lot going at the end of the day. Look, we just have to suck it up. We are where we are. Uh, it's it's not a great position. Uh, it's not been a great campaign. We've learned a lot. Uh, we've enjoyed some things along the way. Um, some of our players have hopefully learned a lot. And the Ange, as a coach, uh, is uh, a bit of a genius as well as a manager, uh, because that's what we're going to need going forward. Kev. We are we are going to need that going forward. Jay McKelvey comes in. Uh, honestly, Kevin, what have we learned? I've learned that we're no good enough at that level and some of the guys that we thought were maybe up to that level have still got some work to go and that is just the cold, hard facts and reality of that and that's been no slagging the players. There's reasons for that and I'm, and I'm big enough and ugly enough to know the reasons for that but what I, that, that's what we've learned over the last five games. That's what we've learned. DJ of choice comes in, John, and I'm going to leave you with this question because my phone's just went off and started playing music in the background for some particular reason. <laughs> and, I need to, and I need to go and switch it off. Uh, but the DJ of choice comes in and goes, the reality is we need millions and millions and millions to quote a poet. That was me. So this uh, Of investment into this team to compete at this level. John, as you rightly say, we're having to go millions and millions and millions to actually plough into this team. But which players in that team can you see improving to a Champions League level as I disappear and switch off my phone? Yeah, well, that's an interesting point, Kev. Uh, I mean, I think Haxabanovic, <clears throat> uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, looks a very good player. Um, Taylor looks like he's a good player. O'Reilly, it depends where you're playing him. <clears throat> O'Reilly is um, is a quality player, and the UEFA observer obviously thought he was man of the match last night. I, I worry about his as an dynamism at the top level. He's more than good enough for the SPS, SPFL. Hatati needs to cut out. You know, you know, you're saying that he was losing the ball a lot, trying to make risky passes, but he loses the ball a lot. Just makes. You know, he, he's very, very erratic. Um, Juranovic um, and Ralston, well, I mean, I'm not going to blame Juranovic for that last night. Uh, I don't think he's been particularly great in this tournament. I think he's, he's, he's good enough for us at this level, um, uh, but he does get exposed a lot because of the way that we play. Uh, and it's difficult to blame him for that. I don't think Ralston would improve that position because, you know, if you think Madrid uh, had your out, um, then, you know, I think he'd leave uh, a big uh, uh, Anthony for uh, for dead. Um, but, you know, and again, but if you even look at the the, the worldy goal that uh, your man scored... Juranovic's back's off him right to the edge of the box and then Carter Vickers 
makes half a challenge, but Hitati should have dug in there. And Hitati instead does like a downward dog yoga pose. I don't know what he was doing, trying to bla- block the ball rather than get his... We, we do have a lot of times where we let guys play balls that we shouldn't be letting them play. Uh, and, you know, I think I heard someone point out the fact that both of their central defenders and the guy that sits screens the defence, was it Steppenwolf or something like that, uh, they all took yellow cards last night. You know, they all put the dig in when they had to. Uh, and we are a bit, uh, we're lacking in a degree of cynicism. Uh, and I think Callum McGregor could have helped us there. Uh, do lack, uh, you know, that recognising where danger lies and stopping it any way you can. Uh, I know that's not our focus, we're focused on our own game. But, you know, defensively speaking, uh, you know, again, most teams have. Uh, bit of cynical dig about them, uh, you know, where necessary. Um, so uh, where, where can we make improvements? Technically, we can make improvements all over the place. Um, so, you know, it just depends where the money is going to be. Better. We have to, honestly, fingers crossed that Kyogo comes back onto a game because what a, a loss he will be if he ends up fading away. Um you know, uh, he's, he looks like such a good player. But again, at this level, even when he was playing well and last year, even when he was playing well, he needed, you know, four chances to take one or at least three chances to take one. You know, he needs a lot of chances, Kyogo. Um, but again, I mean, you can't fault. The one thing I would say is you can't have team work. Uh, there was a huge amount of graft there last night. They were still grafting uh, in the final minutes. Uh, they, they worked incredibly hard. So for me, the work ethic is there. Uh, you know, that's at least one thing. But I, I don't think a badder, if you're playing him in a 4-4-2, he's not the man at all. Uh, and, uh, you know, in fact, it was, a, it was when Maeda came on, he actually made a difference. Um, uh, and look, at this level is, you know, it's just not even a discussion. Um, you know, he's he's he's, fit, he's decent enough when you give him loads of space. Um, he's a very good player, brilliant pass, all the rest of it. And as I've said many times before, if you give him time and space, but you don't get time and space in these games um, uh, and you don't get multiple options and you aren't able to pick a pass, you know, you have to be fast, you have to be athletic, you have to be decisive, you have to be quick. Um, and, you know, not just athletically quick, but uh, quick of thought, you know, again. But look, the, the guy's 31 and he's on his way down. Like, he was only brought into, you know, if, if McGregor was fit, you, you know, we wouldn't have seen him. So, we, we've, you know, again, we've got, uh, you know, and there's the issue compared to this, the, the squad not being great. But look, you know, we can make changes all across the board. The reality is we can't afford to uh, to make those changes, you know, just you know, uh, on mass. So we have to rely on identify the guys he doesn't think are coachable to the level that we need them to be at. It's as simple as that. You know, we're totally reliant on Ange to do that. He says trust the process. That includes trusting him to identify those guys, and hopefully we get rid of them and uh, we improve uh, in that respect. But again. 
there's no magic wand here. And, you know, we, we are looking at incremental success. We're not looking at suddenly, you know, Angie's going to fix everything in the off-season. That's not going to happen. So, I, I again, I, because we hadn't been in for five years, because we had a new team and we, we didn't know what to expect, uh, perhaps our own expectations were too high. I don't think they were. I think Shakhtar were there for the taking. So, I'm really disappointed in that. But as for the rest of them, the Leipzig's in the... You know the, the Madrid. You know we're not competitive for those teams. So, you know, at the end of the day, we didn't win the games that we should have won. Uh, we didn't, uh, you know, and that's very disappointing. Um, but look, it is what it is. Uh, and you know, as I say, you can put five years without you know being here at all, and here we are doing our best. Our best hasn't been good enough. So we move on. We try and improve. Uh, and uh, that's a, really our only option. So there's no point in slating the, the players gave their all. So there's no point in slating the players. There's no point in slating the manager. The manager, we knew, we knew what his tactics were before we came into this. Uh, I disagree with him, obviously, as I said, in this particular game. Um, not in the rest of the particular game. Uh, and, you know, again, you know, as we've seen before, you, you might try and park the bus and you, you end up getting beat 7-1, you know. Uh, so how do you want to play? What sort of club do you want to be? Uh, we are not at this yet and we need to get there. So that is a process. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of work to be done uh, and hopefully uh, we trust the manager and trust that he can do it. Help if I switched off the mute button there. Uh, Ke- yeah, I was Ke- Kevin say- Malley comes in. We're not smart enough either, but he agrees with the, the street smart stuff that you mentioned about Callum McGregor, John. Uh, nothing wrong with Fowler to break up counter-attacks, but we didn't they do it too nice. I mean, I think uh, CCV tried to actually kick Mudrick like, to the London Road <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and they utterly must so I, 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 I think there's a bit of street smart coming in there uh, Sancheto <laughs> makes a decent point here and I've seen quite a few folk in the comments saying we've been a bit negative John after saying that we were showing a bit of entitled arrogance saying that we should have bet Shakhtar uh, a pot free team and a team that's got loads of Champions League experience but this is not the Shakhtar, uh, for reasons that we all know, this is not the Shakhtar that we could have faced. And Shanset Cheto yes. comes in and says, it should be noted that, sh- that the Shakhtar have been in the CL group stages 17 times since its start in 2000, 2001. So fully understand what's required in a group stage C- CL. You're talking about a club who knows that they're going to guarantee Champions League football virtually every season because of the money that they've actually got yeah. um, in, in that Ukrainian league, even though they're two points behind the Pro uh, at the current moment in time with a game in hand. They're more likely to win that Ukrainian league. So the fact is they had nine guys that come through their youth academy who are all of Champions League level. 
because that is a level Shakhtar want to compete at. And even then, when we say Champions League level, I don't think they've troubled the last 16 for a number and number of years. They're just a job in Champions League team that are there every year and every so often will get actually quite decent results and sell players for millions and millions and millions of pounds. But I still think we should have we should have took four points off them at least. That would have been a sign of progress under Ange Postacoglu. And I don't and I don't think it's a sign of arrogance me actually saying that. I don't think it's arrogance that I'm extremely disappointed that we didn't take four points off it. Right. And even after watching the two the, the 180 minutes against them, I don't think it's arrogance to say, by the way. We should have done a far better in these two games. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio is a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I don't think it is with what I've actually seen in my own eyes. It's not, Kev. And I, I don't think, I, I'm not sure people are listening uh, are, are um, understanding what we're saying here. This is not Akhtar that even qualified from last year. So to, to quote their historic record is irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. They were decimated this year. I don't know what's hard to understand about that. They were absolutely decimated. They've lost a huge number of players. They've definitely players, um, pretty much. So, you know, to suggest that, you know, we're being negative because, you know, Shakhtar have done this and Shakhtar have done that, you know, it doesn't matter what Shakhtar have done. They're not the same team they were last year. Uh, you know, so this, and if we had been, uh, you know, devastated in the same way, you know, I, I don't know, I don't like to think where we would be. Uh, so they have done incredibly well, but with Ukrainian players, um, almost entirely. Um, so... You know, to, to suggest that, that you know, we, we should have um, just, you know, conceded the fact that we're going to lose to them because they're a pot three team, uh, I, I don't accept that because you're not really paying attention to what's happening. So they're not the same team that qualified. They're not the same team that got to pot three. So at the end of the day, you know, I'm sorry if people think that's, you know, if that's what they're saying in the, the comments, I don't look at the comments, but if that's what they're saying in the comments, I don't agree. Uh, and, you know... 
he should have done better. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the difference was a world-class player. In fact, the only world-class player on the pitch. Uh, and, you know, it's it's it's, it's a sore one. Um, and I'm incredibly disappointed. I'm, I'm trying not to be negative, but, the, you know, the proofs out of this are, are relatively few and far between because it does just expose, uh, you know, where we are and how much work we have to do. You know, I prefer to think positively about it. I prefer to think, look, you know, we now have a real understanding. But we can't look back at that and say, oh, it was all great uh, because it wasn't. Uh, and, you know, we failed in our primary mission, uh, which was basically uh, we wanted uh, European football after Christmas. I would have loved us to get into Europa. I think that's where we could really judge where we are. Uh, so I'm really disappointed about that. Um, and uh, I'm afraid, you know, again, if anyone listens to this, we, we frequently take criticism um, for being uh, overly positive uh, and... You know, I, I accept that. I try and be because I, I want to be positive about my team. I want to be positive about where we're going, what the future is, where we stand at the moment. There's no point in, you know, just being an, a negative person. There's a reality as well. You can't improve something if you don't accept where you are. So you have to first accept there's a problem and what the problems are before you can sort them out. So there's no point in burying our heads in this, there's, there's, you know, and saying everything's hunky-dory because, you know... It, in another way, John, in another way, we are not being negative, being disappointed for the exact point that I'm going to bring up here. I mean, there's folk in the comments calling us uneducated nitwits and stuff like that, and telling folk to go and listen to the other podcasts. On you go. There's plenty of other stuff out there. I'm not interested if you don't. If you think I'm an uneducated nitwit, my wife thinks I'm an uneducated nitwit. I'm not. I'm like so. I'm used to getting called that, Craig. But in the way, your disappointment is positive. And do you want to know why, Craig M? That's it on the heat here. They beat Leipzig four nothing and drew one one with Real, mate. They might not be the same team, but they're pretty good. Kenny Beaton, very patronising pod today, lads. But didn't he mean to be? They drew with Real, did we? We have no divine right to beat anyone. I'll take you back, Kenny, to Craig Ems. Over the 180 minutes I saw against Shakhtar, we were a match for them. And that's why I'm disappointed that we didn't do better against them. I'm not saying, yes, we're not good enough for this level yet, but we were good against a decent side who have got decent results in the Champions League. And they're disappointed. That that, yeah. that that we didn't get four points against them at least, and and, and I, I think that's a positive thing. It's shown that we're aiming for the stars, but missing that we actually see. It's, it's not it's not a case of we have a divine right to go into the Champions League and win because we have not, and that's been proven time and time and time and time again. But over the hundred and eighty minutes, Shakhtar were nothing to fear. And we competed with them. We never got beat off them. They've got decent results. They've beat Leipzig. They've drew with Real Madrid. And I'm disappointed that we didn't beat them twice. Maybe that shows you in a roundabout way how how I feel about my team. That I feel my team is of a decent level, but can do better. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't accept uh, that it's patronising at all. Completely disagree with that. 
because what we're looking at is before we come into this, what's the reality of the situation? What are the relative positions of all these teams? Uh, yes, Shakhtar have pulled out some fantastic results, but nobody expected them to. Um, and, uh, you know, again, you could add players uh, and, you know, that one player certainly makes a huge difference. But, um, you know, in no way being patronising, we are just looking at the results. If it were the same team that came in from last year, then fine, I would accept that. But we looked at it and we thought, how are we going to do? Are there people saying that we are being patronising? What were they saying when this draw was made? Right? Were they saying, oh, we're going to get pumped, there's no point? Or we, we can't compete with Shakhtar? Is that what they were saying? I'd like to know. You know, because at the end of the day, we looked at this and we had that Leipzig were so erratic, unfortunately, not when they played us, but they were so erratic back then that, you know, there was an outside chance there. We looked at Shakhtar and what had happened to them and we thought there was a realistic chance there. I I, I think by saying we've been patronising to Shakhtar, you patronising our players, you know, because I think we are good enough to be competing with them, which is why I'm disappointed. It's not patronising to Shakhtar. You know, and as I say, I think you've been patronising our players by making that comment. The, the reality is we should have to play with them. They are a very good side, but so are we on our day. You know, we're not just, you know, I, I, that's the point. You know, I think we're a good side and I think we should have been able to compete with them. You know, so I don't accept that defeatist attitude. Oh, we're being patronising them. It's just no. nonsense. You know, it's just defeatist. No, no, and I, and, I, and I don't think we have been patronising, saying that we were disappointed that we didn't beat a, a very, very good fine. The positives I had uh, from this whole from this whole thing, the Champions League, this whole money unicorn, is Matt O'Reilly. I think we've got an utter star, Matt O'Reilly. Um, I think I can see room for devel- development in Atati. And Greg Taylor's been up utterly fabulous in Europe this season for 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 um, for a guy who was much maligned at the start of the start of the season is going to be a weak spot in Europe. I think Juranovic has had a tough gig and <laughs> and and the teams that we've faced, he always seems to be up against the opposition team's best player. Um he's done okay, yeah. but I can actually but I, as I'm not going to go back and say I could see why we got him for Legia Warsaw. When we've stepped up to this level. I'm not going to change my opinion. We're a decent Europa League side. We're a fun Europa League side. We just haven't got that yet to go to the Champions League. But I'm more positive, but I can see maybe room for improvements. And when you look what Ange Postacoglu's done in the last 18 months, I'm sure that he's going to take lessons away as well. Lessons that we didn't see. Folk are in, in the comments saying the manager has to learn. Well, he does need to learn. He maybe he'll maybe will learn that making the free substitutes in sixty-two minutes is a like as as like doesn't work, and he has to actually change that. But you have to actually he'll have to actually have a look at that. If you're, he's there to make the hard decisions. So his hard decisions are now thinking to yeah. January going right. Where can I improve? And I think he'll actually I, I think he'll actually like look to improve um, up front. I do think he'll look. I think when he looks at it and he look, he is a stats man. He look at all the stats and that he'll have a go on that. The only problem that we've got is scoring goals, and I need to improve that. And that's what he'll look to do at that level. Yeah. Uh, 
<clears throat> yeah, we'll have to do it in January because <clears throat> um, I don't think we need it for the rest of this season. So I think the, the, the board will have something to say about that. Uh, on the positive front, you know, you look at what potential we have there. If you can see, uh, imagine the sort of inter play between Taylor and Haxabanovic if Haxabanovic is playing at the tip of that midfield. You know, I would pay money to see that on its own, right? That could be sensational. Um, some very talented uh, players there, you know, uh, and, you know, again, he could be a fabulous player. I mean, you know, he was playing with MK Dons five minutes ago and now he's in the Champions League winning the man of the match. Whether, you know, I agreed he was man of the match or not, but he still won it. So, you know, that says something about his development. Uh, and we have players, you know, maybe a wee bit out of form at the moment, and that's unfortunate because we can't afford that. You know, a, a club at our level can't afford that. Everyone has to be on fire, basically, for us to succeed. We can't afford to be carrying guys during a game. Um, so, you know, the, we we have did have important uh, players out injured. Um, <clears throat> I do think <clears throat> that... Um, you know, again, the manager has an ideology, um, but you don't want it to become dogma. Uh, and, uh, you know, even with that, the manager does have to, you know, assess his own performance as well. You know, any any manager does. We all do that. We all have to do that in our own jobs. We're all forced to do it in our own jobs to a certain degree. Um, so you, you have to assess the results you've got, but the outcomes and whether they are good enough and what your part in that was. So whether you agree with it, you know, it's the way he's playing or what his selections are, what his substitutions are, you know, the reality is he has to look at those results and say they weren't good enough. Uh, they are not what he's looking for. He wants a better. What does he have to? Uh, what does he have to change to achieve that outcome? So you know, again, that's a trust the process thing. But you know, you also has to. You also have to trust the manager uh, to be self reflective and self analytical in that way. Uh, so. I hope that's what I hope that's what they take into next year. Uh, but you know, certainly, look, it's not been great. We have a lot to look forward to domestically. Um, we we kick on, we improve. Uh, you know, we try to get better, and hopefully, everyone's learning. There's improving along the way. The manager's coaching starts to kick in along the way. It is incremental change. Um, but it's not the change that we wanted, but it is, you know, incremental improvement. We got to the Champions League. That's a start. Um, you know, uh, we had to win a league to do that. Uh, you know, that wasn't easy in and of itself. So hopefully the players are picking them. You know, you're not telling me the likes of Matt O'Reilly's not learning anything from these games, you know, and, and will take the opportunity to, to improve himself. So, you know, look, I, I'm not all... I'm in gloom. I'm disappointed and I'm annoyed. I think if you're not, then you know. Again, I don't know what to say about that. But you know, I think it's reasonable to be disappointed and annoyed because I had expectations. I don't think my expectations were unreasonable. They were so. You know, we look at it now and we say, you know, what we're going to do? We're going to cry about it. We're just going to kick on. We just kick on. Uh, and, you know, we, we try and be positive for the rest of the season. Well, at least I had an expectation to have won at least one game at home, and I don't think that was being uh, over over ambitious. Edward Driver, <laughs> I had a laugh at this, mate. Kev, take a wee Mogadon and calm down. We are all Celtic, Celtic, mate. We all have opinions. 
opinions will have them. Aye, aye. If you've got any, contact me via the comments and I'll give you my address to send them on. Uh, the housewife's choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, else, what, else, what else we got here? Um, Craig M, I'm going to wrap up. Uh, Craig M, we need to normalise playing in the Champions League. Abada looked terrified. This was something Matt O'Reilly says straight after the game. And he says that he says I think the team have still got a bit of anxiety playing at playing at this level, going by the chances that they've missed. And he was talking about himself as well. He was actually being very self. He was looking very very deep into himself, and he always looks like he's looking very very deep and into himself. Does Mister O'Reilly? And 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 he says something. He says if we get the chances against Motherwell, we go on. And that was his exact words. And so maybe it looks like the team now know, by the way, we need to be less anxious. And how do we get less anxious there? We get back next year. We can't have another five-year gap before we're back in the Champions League. And I think that's something that Poster Coglu has been been banging on about as well, Uh, that we we just can't keep on saying we're a Champions League team. We've got to be in it year after year, like Shakhtar. I think that's what I think that's the well, way. As I said, I said last week, I said, I said last week to uh, to Paul John. Um, you know these guys. Uh, you know, as in any job, experience matters. You know, the more you, the more experienced you are in, in a certain situation, uh, the more relaxed you are, the more used to it you are, the more you feel you can overcome what's in front of you, and that's in any job. You know, if you were to step up to a hundred grand a year job, or you know something that you know is, is way different from your normal run of the mill, um, the fact that you think you could smash that out the park straight away, I think it probably been unrealistic. So, our guys have to get experience. Hopefully, that's a positive, and that's what we take into next year. Uh, and regardless of all of that, I'm on the hoops. Aye, definitely. So we've spent an hour and three minutes talking about Celtic. And John McGoughton comes out dead grown up, man. I can't what that was about, John. But is it dead grown up spending my lunch here talking about the mighty hoops, about a game of football, which really, <laughs> in like, is, this, this is not something that a 46 year old man boy should actually be doing during lunchtime on a Wednesday afternoon during his work. <laughs> and the fact that there was almost 500 watching, what does that say about ORN, John, as well? But thanks for watching that. Like, subscribe. <laughs> Always keep it Celtic and just dinna be bams to each other. Hail, hail, and I'll see you all later. phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for
Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. This week on the Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, direct to consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply